And welcome, Hoosier fans, to another victorious episode of the Assembly Call post-game show where your Indiana Hoosiers won game two of their trip to the Bahamas by the score of 64-53 to over Mega Basket uh, in a game that was uh, a little bit of a grind, but a lot of good things uh, in both games to talk about, and we are excited to have uh, our General Chad uh, Schwarzkopf down at uh, in the Bahamas, who did such a great job uh, with the the interviews, and of course the mediocre Jay Horry is also joining us today to talk a little bit about Indiana basketball and their trip to the Bahamas. Gentlemen, glad to have you. Um, I'm gonna send it to Jay real quick uh, and get your initial thoughts on uh, today's game as well as um, the other game uh, last Friday. Hey, thanks, Coach. Hey, everybody. It's great to, great to be with you guys. Good to see you, Chad. Um, yeah, it was another another good performance. You know, I think there there was definitely a little more struggles on offense. Uh, I think, you know, I think Trey struggled a little bit with his shot. Um, you know, Xavier had a really good game, even though he struggled shooting the ball a little bit. But, you know, another – it sounded like a really good defensive performance, a lot of energy on the defensive end. Um, you know, didn't didn't force as many turnovers as we did in the first game, but um, you love seeing that energy. Just you know, those guys bring in the energy consistently uh, in games that you know, and in the big scheme of things, don't matter at all. So, um, another good performance. Happy, happy to have another one under our belt, and uh, happy to talk about it with you guys. And Chad, you're down there on site, uh, recovered from just a great, great uh, job on uh, on Friday. Your thoughts of uh, today's uh, Indiana Hoosiers 64-53 victory? It, it was a it was a good game. It was a tough game. It was a physical game. Uh, they got to see a lot more challenge, uh, a lot more difficulties, a lot more things to fight through in this game. But that was really good to see. That was something that I was hoping for. I didn't want them to just go in and whoop on them on on this game and everything. I wanted to have them have to fight through something and fight through some adversity and and fight they did have to do it was a very physical game it was it, uh, as seen by the fact that we kind of had a slight injury during it we'll see we'll see what the presses are and what comes out with it but he uh we're talking about miller copy seemed like he turned an ankle or something there he did come back he just sat on the bench had ice on it and everything but the best thing to see from him being out there at that point was that he was talking to the team the rest of the time he was the most vocal person on the bench when he was there with his ice on his ankle and everything like that you could hear him shouting encouragements to the players that were on the court just staying involved within the game so um hopefully it's nothing too serious hopefully we can get him back out there we definitely did miss him when he wasn't in there uh but again like i said it was a very physical game we even talked to the refs a little bit during a timeout and they said they even commented on how physical and rough of a game it was and said this is not near anything that they're going to see in the Big Ten. This is more physical than what we know as as Big Ten play. So it's uh, good to see them get through that and fight through that. Um, the one negative and scary thing I would say that uh, a lot of us here maybe had a little uh, PTSD with is uh, kind of what I said in halftime, and Coach, you kind of asked about that, is the quality of shots that they got were pretty good, but they just wouldn't fall. They were just on the edge of falling. Uh, looked good, found good rotations, good screens, good movement to get to the ball where it needed to be, just didn't quite fall. And that's great to see despite uh, the, the, with us winning and everything uh, despite that. So I, I enjoy seeing the fact that we got through those struggles. I can only imagine if we uh, are able to make those, get those little dinky shots in, that uh, what this team can do offensively and everything continuing forward. 
So to, to recap for those, uh, if you uh, are just tuning in and didn't follow along with the box score or weren't in the Bahamas, Indiana led throughout the game for the most part. And, and Miller Cop goes down early in the first half, and that's your, your uh, probably best three-point shooter. Uh, maybe not uh, in the regular season as it turns out, but he hit three on Friday. And it just seemed like everyone had to make an adjustment real quick uh, to, to, to the loss of Miller because now all of a sudden you saw some two-point guard lineups. Uh, and Mega made a run, and I think the closest they got was within one, and then Indiana stretched it out with some really good execution at the end of the first half, which was, again, another really solid thing uh, to witness, and uh, had a 37-30 lead uh, at the half. And then the second half, it just seemed like a little bit more of the same where the, the shots necessarily weren't falling, but Indiana got the lead at 7, 8, 9, and then double digits early, about the 10, 11-minute mark, and didn't coast from there. Still had to play really well to win, but ended up winning uh, by 11 down the stretch. So just a solid effort in two games in the Bahamas, and, and there's, a, there's a lot of positives to think about uh, today. They overcome some adversity with uh, their leading scorer from Friday getting hurt. Uh, they can overcome some adversity with open shots not falling in. So a, a long way to go for, you know, we can't get too excited over two wins, uh, but, but a long way to go. Jay, I'm going to ask you, um, and there's probably a lot of things that, that we could answer this with, but what's the one takeaway that, that you have so far from, from this weekend's game for the Indiana Hoosiers? Yeah, it's, it's tough. So I go back and forth on this, you know, the first, um, and I talked about this a lot in our happy hour last night was Tamar Bates is really good. I mean, he's just a really good player. Um, his getting him as a late addition uh, to the roster when Woodson came aboard is just, it's a huge pickup. that's going to impact this team a lot moving forward. Um, you know, as we saw in both games, he comes in, immediately changes the game with his offense. I mean, he's a guy that you have to pay attention to, and he can knock down shots if you leave him alone. Uh, the other one is just the effort on defense, which I already touched on in the opening. But it seems like these guys are really have really bought into the um, ball pressure. Uh, you know, just you know, never never letting never letting the other team do anything easy on the defensive end. I know some people talked about they were even picking up a little bit three quarter court just to. Give, give different looks to that offense and not let the offense get into their sets easily. So um, I'd say those two things are the things that really stood out to me so far. Uh, Chad, if I were to throw that question your way, uh, your major takeaway or something that you just really enjoyed um, this weekend with the Indiana Hoosiers? I, you're muted there, Chad. Got to pull, got to pull a Ryan, you know, you know, I wore that hat a couple episodes ago. Maybe it's still stuck in my brain somehow. Um, just echoing what you said, Tamar Bates, the Tamar Bates uh, coming out party, uh, how great he truly is. I mean, you never know when you get these high ranked uh, kids, if their game is going to translate, especially in a system that's going to uh, run more of a pro offense and, and it could be a, a bigger learning curve and everything like that. And no learning curve needed for Tamar Bates. He's he's in there. He's ready to impact. He's be able to create it, create his own shot. He's talking to all the guys. He's getting things moving. It's he is an impact player, and he is going to do some amazing things for this team. Um, go ahead. Yeah, my, my my main takeaway is the offensive pace. Um, and, and I I will talk about the defense later on. Obviously, I'm a defensive minded person. Uh, but but the clips that I saw and. Uh, from you, Chad, and from another source uh, that I was able to access, uh, they the pace of the offense, the the dribble handoffs, the the screen and rolls, the the 
transition offense when it's there off their defense is just it's more what college basketball is and you need players to run that, and I think Coach Woodson is in bringing in Miller Cop and in bringing in Tamar Bates, and and then in, in improving the players that stuck around is able to play at a faster pace than maybe uh, what the roster was available last year. But it's just going to be a lot more uh, positive. And despite a rough shooting night, what what I think is was a, a rough shooting afternoon. Uh, Indiana was able to score sixty four points. They they. They get that shooting percentage up, you know, a little bit. And that's Coach, I'm going to jump in on you real quick, real quick. Sure. Logan Duncan, I got assembly call. It's a podcast. There's over 100 Hoosiers that are watching. Couldn't couldn't come here. But uh, they just want to know, uh, what do you think of the team? I know it's tough not to be able to play yourself and everything, but how do you think the guys did? What, what do you uh, take away? I think our team's looking really good together. I mean, we're a new team, but I feel like we're already meshing really well. Guys all like each other and know their roles, and everyone's you know, doing what they need to do to win. Yeah. yeah, were you itching to get out there? I mean, obviously, this team we were playing against, uh, we could have used your size and your, your strength and everything. They were a big physical team. This this game looked very physical. Do you think – are you ready for that kind of physicality now, coming with the Big Ten coming up and everything? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I've been going against Trace for the past two months. So yeah. I kind of know what that's like. I really want to get out there, but, you know, Dr. Ring said want to give me some more time off, so – I understand. I understand. So how, how's it going in practice? Are you able to get some up on him or is, is he pretty much dominating you or is it all back and forth? Or? Yeah, I smoke him. You smoke him. All right. All right. I won't tell him that. Oh, thanks, man. Have a good year. And, and, and hey, there's Chad doing what he does best, right? You, you can interrupt us uh, in any time you want uh, when you when you see someone. Just give us the signal or just – you wish you had those mute buttons for us. Just mute us and, and go ahead. But um, what a what a great uh, you know coverage uh, that we have from you. So we were just talking about takeaways. I'm going to add uh, someone here to uh, the show. Ryan, how you doing, bud? Uh, it is What's up, uh, everybody. Summer basketball, and it's been such a long time since Indiana had a couple W's, and uh, we're two and zero. So uh, initial thoughts, uh, and then be ready for uh, Chad to interrupt you with the. Uh, the interview process, but your initial thoughts from this weekend uh, for your Hoosiers. I mean, it's hard to make much of a judgment without, you know, actually watching the games. But uh, I think one of the takeaways from, from things I've read from people who were there and, and from, you know, reports coming out is just, there just seems to be more energy around the team. And Chad can speak to that. Obviously it just seems like there's positivity and people talking about having fun and, uh, I think emerging from what they've emerged from over the last few years, that's that's a huge indication. I mean, outside of the the technical basketball stuff and coach, I, I you you've coached summer league before, you know that you're not getting everything you want out of players, and you're not getting your offense, and and uh, you're not getting everything you want, and and so there's really not going to be a whole lot of takeaways about well, what did they run in the offense, and how smooth was it, and all that. It's more about you build players in the summer, you build teams in the fall as you build up to the season. And so it's more just about the player's attitude and everybody seems to be having a blast. And I mean, it's probably as Chad can also test, it's probably hard to have a bad time in the Bahamas, but uh, you know, I, I think that it's, it's a big indication that they're working hard, but it seems like they're actually enjoying what they're doing and, and having a good time. Yeah. You know, and we were talking about takeaways and, and I said the offensive pace. And, and one of the things that's really impressive for me is Jordan Geronimo. Uh, I think he had nine rebounds on Friday. 
Uh, he's hit a couple threes uh, in transition. I think both of them were kick-out transition threes and a couple blocks. And, and it seems like Woodson, that's Ryan, you're talking about developing that player. There is a player that came back that had minimal minutes last year that really, really looks to be uh, an integral part uh, of the program. Well, and, and remember, Coach, he was almost gone. I yeah. mean, he was one of the guys in the transfer portal. Everybody said, no, he's gone. He's going to go back home and all that. And they convinced him to stay. And you convince a guy to stay like that, you better use him. And 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 I, I think that that was uh, probably why they, they worked so hard to bring him back because they saw some future in him. And I think we all have. I mean, he's a very athletic young man. He's got some skill. His form on his shot was never bad. It just seemed like he was overshooting and shooting too hard on everything and, and trying to launch balls instead of actually, you know, feather him off his finger. Um, but I think that we all saw tons of potential in that guy. And, and when you're that athletic, there's a lot you can do and there's a lot you can be molded. Into here, 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 here it comes where I get to interrupt Ryan here. So I'm here with Scott Dolson. All right, guys, our AD. Uh, we got over 200 users assembly call watching on guys. Um, so th thank you. Uh, what, is your, what are your takeaways, would you say, from, from the team and, and what you saw this weekend with these guys? I'd say it was even better than we expected. It was everything. We just wanted to really get the team together, spend time away from Bloomington. Just really the, the, the games were even better than we thought, just in terms of the fan support was incredible. It felt like – and you were obviously there. The atmosphere was unreal. And, and again, most importantly, I was just talking to Woody, just the, they accomplished everything they wanted to do, really just see how far we'd come in the last two months. Really had great progress and uh, just felt really good. Really good. All right. Great. Thank you, Scott. Awesome. Great Thanks, seeing you. All that's, right. that's just top notch right there, uh, Chad. He and and Dolson's got to be happy because he made this hire. He made the decision to go a different direction. Yeah, heck yeah, he he's happy. Uh, Jay, uh, offense or defense? Uh, from what you watched on the box scores or however you you uh, saw what was going on, what what might be the 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 bright spot for you on on, on those ends? Which one are you most happy with? I mean, there was energy on both. I mean, it seemed from the videos I saw, IU was either, you know, even on makes, they were taking the ball out quickly. I mean, they were getting the ball down the floor very quickly, getting into their offense as quickly as possible. Um, and it seems like they, they turned they turned defense into offense really well over the two games. Um, you know, I, I love the defensive pressure. I mean, we've had, you know, we've had three or so years of wringing our hands about IU's defense and the different things we were or weren't doing. Um, just having, you know, guys go out and really take pride. All right, Jay, so I'm going to interrupt you now, too. We got Jordan Geronimo again. Jordan, I just want to – I know we, I talked to you last time. This is Assembly Call podcast. There's over 100 Hoosiers watching right now that oh, wish they could be here and everything. They're, they're very thankful for your effort and everything. I'm, I'm tweeting and telling them how much, how much, how aggressive you're playing, and they're loving that outside shot that's coming along. What, what was different in this game than, than what you saw – you think you saw in the first game? Uh, really uh... – Nothing much really was different. I guess just opportunity just comes different with each game, you know what I mean? And uh, opportunities that came, I, I just took them, you know what I mean? So, you know, you give me opportunities, I'm going to take opportunities to just uh, contribute to the team, be productive. Yeah, we love that outside shot. That's getting a lot better, and I, I love that you have the confidence to do that. Do you feel like that's something you're going to keep contributing throughout the year? For sure, for sure, yeah. Sure, going along. Well, thanks, man. We'll, we'll catch you around as we go along. Hey, Michael. Michael. Let me let me get let me get you on this. We got Michael Durr here. Right, what's going on? So Michael, obviously you didn't.
didn't get to play this weekend. It's tough not to, not to get out there with everyone. But um, very physical team that we're playing against and everything. Uh, Hoosiers have seen a lot of great tape of you. There's a great uh, Twitter account called Coach Adrania. He did a great breakdown of your play. We saw your great outside shot that you have, your physicality, your, your posting up. Is, uh, tell them a little bit about your game and, and, and what you think you can bring to this Hoosier team. Uh, I feel like I can bring a lot, you know. Uh, rebounding, scoring down, down low, uh, picking pops, guarding the ball screen. A lot of things. I just can't wait to, to display it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're excited to see you out there and everything. So what did you take from the team? What do, what do you think you saw from your teammates this weekend and everything during the games? Um, What I saw was what I've been seeing the past two months. You know what I'm saying? We've been working for two months, so I didn't see nothing new. It's just nice to see us do it against someone else. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're a very physical team and, and a very big team. And uh, you kind of know it, we don't we won't tend to see teams like that in the college year as we go along. But it'll, it'll get a lot better. And uh, we're excited to see you out there, man. You get you get better. Thanks, man. Hey, Chad, uh, we, we got instructions from uh, Ground Zero. It's thousands of listeners. Thousands. Thank you. <laughs> thousands thank you. of listeners. Keep, thank you for updating. Yeah. It's so. Uh, yeah. Yes, I will. Uh, so don't go first talking for a second. Coach, do you mind if I catch you real quick? This is this is assembly call radio. There's thousands. Boy, where's the thousands? Coach? Where's the coach? There you go. He knows you, coach. Coach you guys the other night. Yeah, yeah. What's so, up, fellas? What what do you think you learned? What what did you what did you see in the guys this weekend? Well, I learned we're a lot tougher than maybe I thought. More physical. Um, we're really just trying to work on the guys learning to play as a team. Just communicate with each other. We use the term govern each other, govern yourselves, govern your team. Just bring some energy. And, and it starts with the best player down to the, the 13th. But I was really impressed with just how much we competed. Yes. Yeah, I agree. There was a great moment where the team looked to coach for an out-of-bounds play. And then, and then coach told – X, uh, you talk, you call it, and everything like that. Is that something that's preached of the more free-flowing offense for these yeah. guys, letting them yeah. make their decisions? I'm not sure we ran it right. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, yeah, that was the first I've seen. And, and it really is just empowering themselves to do what they do best, but we really need leadership among the players. And so it starts with guys like Xavier, Rob Fennessy. You know, point guards tend to be the natural leaders where a guy like Trace Jackson Davis – and race Thompson, you know, because they're our best players, tend to be anointed that. But we need a little of both because <laughs> when when shit goes bad, excuse my language, it's it's a problem, and you've got to have guys on the court that can hold everybody together and make things happen. Yeah, yeah. excuse my language, coach. Yeah, he doesn't mind it. He, he says it's fine. He says it's fine. He doesn't matter. Well, thank you. We're excited to hey, see the season, man. See Let's guys. get out there. Yeah. All right, guys. Man, this is this is good stuff right there. Ryan. Chad, our new on-site reporter. Yeah, <laughs> Ryan, do you have a question for Chad? I thought you might have. Uh... Yeah, I was going to ask him uh, who surprised you the most in these two games. Um, I think it was X Xavier Johnson. I mean, I, we kind of saw what he could do throughout uh, throughout his career at Pitt and everything. We weren't sure how it would translate to another team. There's obviously discussions of that he's got a hotter hot head and everything like that. Um, how's he going to handle it? But he's definitely the playmaker. And I, and to me, I believe he is our starting point guard. He is the one that's going to be able to uh, uh, lead this team, get them through everything. And uh, it's kind of good that I'm talking about Xavier Johnson as he walks up here. So I could maybe get him on here. I got assembly call podcast. Trace, you got to stop and talk about him too. Um, so there's over a thousand Hoosiers 
watching this right now, guys, wow. guys that couldn't be here and everything. They wish they could be here and everything. So, uh, X, talk about these, this this weekend in these games. Oh, this weekend we learned a lot. Our first game, I know I had a bad game. I uh, went back to the drawing board, watched, watched a little film, and my, my teammates talked, constantly talked to me. I, I just kept my phone on the gas and just kept getting in the paint. Do what I do best, getting the sits, uh, making plays and just, just playing defense. Yeah. TJ, talk talk about talk about this guy. What what, what does he bring to the team? Hey, this man runs the show. He's our point guard. He's going to get downhill. He's going to get to the rim. He's going to throw lobs, get assists. He's going to get his teammates involved. And that's what we need out of him. Right now, it's a great, this game was a great example of that. Yeah. So this this team seemed very physical, a lot more physical than what we're going to see in the Big Ten. Do you feel like that that, that that's true to say that? or? Yeah, I thought the rest of us play a lot more today. Um, there's a lot of shoving, a lot of response screens, especially in uh, what are they called? rebounds. And uh, I think that really helped us in getting ready for the Big Ten because that's all it is. Yeah, it's gonna be physical like that, and their length. Their length was something obviously to deal with too. It's hard. It's hard to play six, six nine, six ten, six nine, six six, six four. Uh, they got big. They got a huge team. I don't think there's a team like that. Yeah, no, no, you're not gonna run into that kind of athleticism. Well, thank you guys. We're excited to see the year go along. Have a good one, guys. Yeah, yes. Thank you, Tamar. You mind stopping real quick for a second, Tamar? So, how do what do you what do you take from this game that you didn't take from uh, the first game? Did you learn something different, or did you feel like this game went a little different for you, or talk about it? Uh, well, for the team, I felt like they came out harder. We expected them to come out a little harder, play harder, just because we were a lot more physical last game. So, you know, we, we expected to uh, you know take a punch from them, but I feel like we were still at that, and then we were able to dominate the same time. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I can easily tell you that what we're hearing on Twitter and what we're even hearing from our analysts here, there's over a thousand Hoosiers that are listening to this live right now, buddy. And they're very excited about you. We love the game that you, you bring to the Hoosiers. You're able to get there, get to the rim, get your own shot, get your basket, the energy, the enthusiasm. We love that, man. Let's keep it up. We'll see it this year. Eric, do you mind if I stop you real quick? Congratulations, Eric. Good to see you out there, man. This is, this is, we're so proud of you. Got you, got you here on an assembly call uh, podcast. Got over a thousand Hoosiers watching okay. and listening okay. along that couldn't come out here and everything. Uh, tell me what, what you saw out of the Hoosiers. Well, I see a lot of growth from last season. You know, they're having a good start. It's good to have them uh, have good, you know, these two games early in the summer, and uh, so they can, you know, start gelling, vibing, to see how they going see how they're going to turn out this season. Yeah, they're definitely playing a little bit more of an NBA offense. You got that four out, one in kind of situation, a more free flowing and everything. Uh, do, what did you see from the freshman, Tamar Bates? He's a very active guy, someone that's experienced being a very active shooting guard like like him. What, what do you think of his game? I do like his game. You know, he just got to take every possession and, uh, you know, go go hard every single possession. And uh, that's what it's about. Every time you touch the ball, it's it's like your world and it's like, and it's time to, to, to really get going and uh, – and he'll have a great year. And, uh, he, you know, I think for the IU success, he'll have to be another guy that has to really have a big year. So. Yeah. And then uh, speak a little bit about the, the, the current staff, the new staff and everything. What do you think about them and, and, and what they have going on? Well, yeah, you can't have a better you, – you can't find a better staff than that. you got guys that have been in the NBA for a very long time and uh, a mixture of uh, other coaches that's been around for a long time on good on, – you know, with good schools that have been winning. So – you can't find a better staff, and it's all about really the players getting, you know, getting over a hump. Because I know the coaches, they'll get them to where they need to go and continue uh, developing them. But these players, they just gotta. I told them, I told them after the game, you know, don't waste, you know, these coaches' time because they they have enough experience and they know what it takes to to, to get to where you want to go. That's great. That's great. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, no problem. Eric's an NBA player, Chad. <laughs> Legend. No.
You're the kind of person who makes a difference at work. So why not work on something that makes a difference? At Zooks, we're looking for collaborative, inquisitive people who can help us achieve our mission. Safer, cleaner, more enjoyable mobility for everyone. Come build the future at Zooks. Find out more at zoox.com slash careers. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. How do you keep your composure with such a great, you know? That was great. The coach was losing his composure the whole interview. I can see it from here. Race, you mind if I steal you again real quick? Race, race, uh, you're on. It's simply call again. We got over a thousand Hoosiers watching this live back that couldn't come, couldn't be a part of this and everything. They're very excited to have it. You had an amazing game today. You're a lot more physical. This team seemed a lot more physical in this game compared to the last one. Can you talk about that? Uh, yeah, they came out pretty physical for the game. We came to time out and talked about that before the game ended the first time. They were playing hard. They were playing really good. They uh, played in the last game. So we knew we had to step it up in another match. That was really all Okay. What what do you what do you take away the uh, the most from this weekend? What do you what do you bring back? What do you what do you think you learned about this team that you didn't think you saw? Uh, just the chemistry, man. Like we just out there playing together. Like a lot of us, we don't get to play with each other every day. Prices we're playing against each other mm-hmm. all the time. We had a couple of injuries, so going against Trace every day, I don't really get to play with him as much. So really, just like learning how to play with each other again and all that stuff. I think that's like the main thing. Now, this team was a tall team as well. Was did, was that difficult for you to, to, to get after? Did you uh, did a lot of switching on, on some smaller guys and everything? Was that a challenge with their height and, and, and length? Or I mean, it's similar to last year. I feel like I was undersized. And I, I played five a lot last year, so I mean, it's something I'm not accustomed to. So yeah. I'm always up for a challenge. We're, we're definitely excited to see you in that four position on that, on that four out. You're, yeah. you're handling it well, and, and I think that outside shot looks great. And so just keep shooting those, buddy. Thanks, man. Very good. <clears throat> Very well, I think good. We got Jed. the whole roster now. Keep it up, and he look at him. He's just spotting. His eyes are just all over the the entryway there, the lobby there. Um, they were they were they were all coming. They were all coming at once too. So that was why I was having to be quick about it. <laughs> so while we're waiting for the next great interview uh, from Chad, um, Jay, again, uh, any thoughts? Uh, um, of things that let's say something that this weekend you think might need to be improved upon. Uh, and again, it's hard to say without watching, watching the actual games, but, uh, what do you think might have to, to get better for the Hoosiers? Yeah, it's tough. Um, and we didn't have a full team today, obviously, you know, with, with three guys out and then Miller cop getting hurt, um, at the start of the game. And just a quick update on that. We have a direct quote from Mike Woodson that's, that's popped up on Twitter when asked about Miller cop, Woodson said, shit, he'll be all right. <laughs> so just a little, <laughs> so <laughs> got to love coach Wood. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the more these guys play together, um, you know, as race mentioned, it's, it's tough when you're playing against each other every day and you don't get the chance to actually play with your teammates. And so I think as these guys get play together, they'll, they'll get a better flow on offense. They'll figure out, you know, where things need to be, where people need to be um, instead of, 
you know, having to think about every movement, you kind of just know where you're supposed to be and where you're supposed to go. So I think, um, and, and, you know, as they do that more, we'll get better ideas on what the rotations look like. Um, hey guys, let me interrupt you real quick. Uh, speaking of Miller Cops, got next to him right here. Uh, had a good game, the first game, had a, had a, had a great start to the game, and obviously it seems like you rolled something there or something. Yeah. Uh, how does it feel? Uh, uh, it feels good. I mean, it's just a – I think it's just a rolled ankle. Um, you know, it, they're just being smart with it. And, you know, Exhibition game, no reason to. Yeah, yeah we've got a long season ahead of us. And, uh, you know, it is, it is what it is. It sucks, but, um, you know, I'm just glad we won. Yeah, and, and I have to admit, us Hoosier fans, we saw that leadership that you had because even though you were on the bench, you were taped up and everything, you were definitely the, the vocal leader on the side there. You're always talking. Talk about that leadership that you bring and, 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 and what you, what, how you lead these guys. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's not just me. It's everybody. You know, you know that's the thing about it. everybody on the team is, you know, it, it, we, we, we take it all in from, from everybody um, on the team. Um, you know, any – any advice, any, you know, you know, criticism or, or whatever it may be, it's all just because we want to win. So it's not just me, you know. It was hard for me at first coming out knowing that probably I was going to play the rest of the game and, and still be positive. But, you know, that's what good teammates do and that's what good teams do. They have guys that are positive no matter what. So. Well, thank you for that. And I know all the fans that are watching this, we got hundreds, thousands of people actually watching this live right now. They're very excited. They love the access that you're giving them and everything and your personality with, with the team. And the fans, we appreciate, uh, I appreciate that, man. Thank that. you. There's, there'll be a couple uh, episodes coming out soon in the Bahamas, so be on the lookout for that. There you go, guys. An exclusive episode's coming soon. Hey, get well, buddy. Hey, that's good of Miller Cop to know to plug. Yeah. You got a plug after an appearance. You, you, that's you got, always the smart college kid right there. Entrepreneurial uh, spirit. Absolutely. He's got that vlog going, uh, and, and he's got to keep it going and build the brand. So, you know, despite the injury, he's doing doing some really good things for himself. Uh, Ryan, your your thoughts on what the uh, a, a trip like this means for a program, especially under a, a coach, a, a new coach. The the wins are nice, but uh, again, you know, just share your thoughts about how important this was for Indiana to get those practices and then come down and have some success. Well, it's huge, especially with the new staff and and new players. I mean, let's forget, let's not forget. I mean, we've been talking about these guys for a long time, but there's a lot of guys that are new, a ton of new players. And so to get them all sort of on the same page and uh, and sort of working together is a huge deal and get that practice time in early. That's why this was smart. Travel together, build that chemistry by being isolated out of Bloomington together, uh, you know, in, in the Bahamas where, yeah, there's plenty of distractions, but you're there with your team. And it's Hold a on, chance Ryan, to- Ryan, let me, let, me inter- let me interrupt you real quick, Ryan. I've got a, a big player here. He wants to talk about his game and, and what, he, what he saw out there today. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, there he is. we just, oh, no. um, what we wanted to accomplish, we just came in here and we wanted to show that we were tough. We Ask wanted to show that we shooting togetherness. Uh, we wanted to execute the offense that the coaches have been giving us. We wanted to play tough defense. I'm just, you know, my teammates picked me up when I was down. I picked them up when they were down. That's just what we did. Uh, that's what we, that's what our goal was. It's what we set out to do. And now it's time to go to the casino and let it all ride. So, so Ryan wants to know Put about your three point shot. How is that looking? You know what? It's um, it's getting better. It's a work in progress. You know what? Like you guys on in the cheap seats over there talking about how easy it is to make these three pointers, just talking into a microphone all day. I'm out there in the arena jacking up a thousand shots a day and it's not easy. So it's just a work in progress. Just like, you know, that uh, just like a podcast. 
just like a podcast. It's a work in progress. <laughs> All, right. All right. Later, Maddie. <laughs> I had to do that. Yeah. <clears throat> that was Eric from Hoosier Hysterics for people who don't know. And he's been documenting his trip just like uh, just like Chad. So, uh, Chad, share the uh, atmosphere again. Game one seemed to be pretty good with the IU fans. Uh, again, a, a nice contingent of Indiana Hoosiers was in the Bahamas. Uh, how do you feel after two games uh, of being in the lobby and seeing players and all that um, from from your perspective? Yeah, the, the energy is still very high. Uh, the excitement's still really there. Everyone's very excited for uh, this team and, and what's going on and, and to get to see them. Uh, it, it, get to be the select few that gets to see into the window of what this team is going to be and, and, and what they're, what they can show for right now, at least in, in limited competition that, that they're, that they have. Um, so yeah, it, it's exciting. Uh, there's still that high energy. And again, this is calling out fans that couldn't come here, but are in Bloomington, buy those tickets, be there, cheer on these guys because they're definitely going to feed off that energy it with them having fun with them being those types of players that are high energy, that are playing a high energy offense and a quick offense, they're going to need that pump of energy and feel that from Assembly Hall. So we've got to get in there. We've got to pack it. You've got to be loud this this year. Yeah, and, and that's something that, you know, fans being back in the stands uh, and – it's planning to be that way. Let's hope that it it continues into November where we, we have fans back in the stands there. There's just so much excitement right now, Jay, about the Indiana Hoosier uh, basketball program. Coach Woodson, since he's been here, there, there have been maybe a few bumps in the road that, that we might not even know about, but it seems like everything that he has done from hiring staff to, to recruit, uh, recruiting his own players back. And this just another, you know, notch uh, for him, a successful trip to the Bahamas. Yeah, it is. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to, you, know, you almost forget about how bad things were when, if you think back to March, um, you know, that was what, five months ago. Um, and I know, I know I, towards the end of this last season, I kind of checked out a little bit. I mean, it was just, it was just hard to, hard to put yourself through that every, every game. Um, and now five months down the road, uh, the, the whole, we've done a complete 180 on it. Um, the, as Chad said, the, the enthusiasm around the program is back. Um, Seems like the players have bought in. Seems like they they really enjoy playing with each other. They enjoy hanging out together. It's a, you know Trace. I think after the game said they're they're already a brotherhood. So um, it's 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 great. It seems like the program's in a much better place than it was five months ago. Um, and I don't know I don't know about you guys, but I'm just really excited to see where where the season goes. Ryan, I'm gonna throw a question. Uh, you weren't uh, able to be with us Thursday night, but Coach Woodson had. Um some media availability before or the trip. And he was talking about trying to find 10 guys for, for his rotation. Uh, your thoughts on a, is that a, your thoughts on a 10 man rotation for college pluses, maybe minuses uh, of doing that. And do you think this roster has that capability to play well playing 10 players? Well, I mean, it's certainly a deep roster, and we've talked about how are they going to fit everybody in because there's guys who transferred in, there's guys who committed, there's you know guys who were supposed to be here, guys who could have left but decided to stay. I mean, so there are guys you have to please. And so a 10-man roster, look, a 10-man roster is pretty normal in the NBA. You have two units. You have first unit, second unit, essentially. And they mix, mix and match guys, and they'll tighten the rotation as the game gets later, but that's not out of you know out of bounds for an NBA team. Now, do I think that maybe later in the season you tighten it to eight or something like that? Yeah, but to start the season, 10-man rotation isn't that out of 
bounds, uh, especially with the way, you know, with so many more games now than they had 10 years ago. You don't want guys to wear down. You want to get into a 10 man rotation because you get guys playing and then, uh, you know, if somebody gets hurt, you've got guys who are used to playing. You're not bringing somebody off the bench who hasn't played in three weeks, you know, and, and I, so I, I get that decision. Um, it'll, I mean, he's going to bring NBA concepts and he's going to bring an NBA attitude to it. And, and that's a natural thing at the next level. So we'll see how it translates. We'll see how it works. I get the thinking behind it, um, but we'll we'll see how it how it actually translates to to the floor and to the season as it comes up. Let's talk a little bit more about about this game, and, and I'm gonna we'll go around the horn here a little bit. As again, Chad was there to watch it. The rest of us might have seen the box score or, or whatever. But uh, a lot of talk about the defense and, and the the concepts. Until we see the game film, at least for me, I'm not quite sure. You know where they're forcing the ball, what they're doing. I I did get to see some extra clips, um, and. You know, this on a string that uh, was mentioned in an interview yesterday, but it was a good team defense. It's stopping the ball. The thing I like is it's a little more aggressive. In game one, turned Mega over and got easy baskets and were able to score. In game two, the turnovers from Mega didn't happen, but the percentage, the shooting percentage dropped, which speaks volumes to me of why Coach Woodson uh, – emphasize defense because you can win in multiple ways defensively and if the defense is consistent when your offensive shot is off you have chance to win games so Chad you were there um so share with us your just thoughts on on what you saw uh, defensively either a strategy or just an uh, execution uh, that you saw live uh, what I liked a lot about what I saw with the defense was the help on the defense. Um, this this team was really uh, that we played against was really a team that liked to drive and kick, and we often ran into situations where guys were having to rotate off and and rotate to to the next guy. And there was one play in specific where basically it got kicked to the left side baseline uh, uh, to a guy. Uh, one person recovered. Then it got. Then it started to get thrown around the circle uh, through four passes. Each guy recovered, 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 which led to uh, Trey Galloway having to be the last man to step up, and his man on the opposite baseline ended up trying to drive, and Trey was able to draw the charge. So th- there's a lot of good talk. There's a lot of good help that's going on on this defense, and just a, a general uh, more physicality. Just being up in, especially from the from whoever's guarding the point guard or the or the shooting guard, uh, just being up in the faces. Um, I think a lot of that is to uh, Parker Stewart's credit. He he is a very elite defender, and we're going to see a lot of good stuff, I believe, out of him. Um, but yeah, just overall scheme and everything. It, 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 I don't know if we can take too much from this game again, just because this was such a unique sized team that I think uh, a few of the deficiencies that may have happened in this game play is something that we're not going to see in regular season play from this team. Jay, some statistic that stood out from you on a defensive uh, standpoint uh, uh, from these two games. I mean, I think it's steals and blocks. I mean, a ton of steals the first game. Um, I think Geronimo had three blocks today. Um, I, you can just tell that they're contesting shots. You know, and they're they're not giving they're not giving away anything easy at the rim. Um, as Chad said, they seem to be recovering really well on on ball rotations. Uh, they're creating a lot of playing a lot of passing lanes, creating a lot of steals. You know, that's one of the things that I noticed about our starting lineup is that you know you have Xavier at six three six four. You, know, you got Parker Stewart, who's that you know six five six six. You got Miller Cop, the same height. 
you got race, you got trace. That's that's a lot of length to play in passing lanes. And so I think the ability to of, of these the new guys especially to do that um, is going to be it's going to be really helpful on the defensive end moving forward. Uh, yeah, how about this one, guys? How about this one? Only six turnovers today. Yeah, I mean, and 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 they forced in the two games they forced forty. Yeah. In two games, so 27 in the first game, which is a ridiculous number, by the way. And I think that there's some, you know, probably some rust from the other team led to that. But 13 today and to only turn it over six times. I mean, that's those are those are numbers worth, you know, celebrating with the pace yeah, of they, play too. that. Yeah. That's, and that's they really want to aim for 12. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They definitely took care of it. Well, I, I just wanted to hop in real quick on what Jay was saying about jumping the pass lines. And, and, and we definitely saw that a lot. Um, guys with very active hands. And this team also was trying to lob it over the top with us too. And Trace Jackson Davis had a beautiful, I've never seen him get up so high, reach up on a lob where they were trying to lob it over him to his guy and he intercepted that. And then another really amazing play was when uh, the opposing team had a chance on a breakaway. Um, You had Tamar Bates who was recovering on the second man that was following up behind him. And he didn't get fully back like he could have. He had the speed. He had the athleticism over this guy to get ahead of him and get around and get goal side but or, or basket side. But he has the basketball knowledge on defense and everything. He held back a little bit because he knew that ball was going to him. And right in the right time, he stepped in front and received that pass and took it back the other way. So there's there's a lot more higher thinking with this team rather than just the fundamentals. I feel like they're also just being in the moment defensively and reacting and making those, luckily, making those right choices. We'll, t- we'll talk more about defense. Right now I'm going to turn the subject to Christian Lander, but but on the defensive front from what hey, I saw. Hey, Coach, I got, I got one, Coach, I got one thing for you. So we just, we just got word that IU will open the regular season November 9th against Eastern Michigan. So we have the All official right. date, the home opener now. I think that's, that's, uh, that's Tuesday. From, uh, Yep. So we have but, a but going back, home going now. back to the defense, they they were switching some ball screens, uh, in from what I saw in the in a few uh, clips and the extra clips that I saw. But they were still in in somewhat of a pack line help situation. I know everyone hates to hear that, but it, it's pack lines just a it, it, it's not really a system. It's just where you place the help. They were they were chasing some off staggered doubles. They were trying to deny the best player, that 6'10 guy, but they were also off in the lane and really concentrating on the ball. And it's just about execution. It's the same thing as offense. Coach Woodson has freed these guys up to be more active and get more deflections. But, Ryan, this question comes to you. Christian Lander only plays two minutes in an exhibition, and I know there's three point guards. Uh, I was thinking that there, there would be a little more run, uh, and, and, if, and if he is the third point guard – uh, maybe give him even a little more run just in the exhibition because he's not going to get that when when November 9th starts if, if that's where he he ends up. Uh, your thoughts on the on the limited minutes and and uh, Jared had mentioned this on Thursday that how was Coach Woodson going to play it? He played it like I think like regular season games, not just you know putting lineups in to get on film. Uh, I thought he played it a lot like a regular season game, and and so that's that speaks for what he wanting to get this thing moving and and taking everything game like. But just your thoughts on 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 Christian Lander's limited minutes uh, in, in the first two games. Well, in this game, he played about as much as the walk-ons, and that's an indication that something's up there that he's not he's not developing maybe the way that they want him to or that maybe they just don't have confidence in him yet he's still exceptionally young i mean let's not let's not forget that he's you know still very young and he did reclassify last year all of that 
Uh, I, I mean, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes with his development. We, we don't get to see that. We don't get to be behind the curtain. But this is a five-star point guard who, in his the summer before his second season, can't get on the court. And the question then has to be, okay, is this just more development process that needs to happen? Is this genuinely how uh, Mike Woodson views him as a player, that he's that far down the bench? Is there a projection where by midseason maybe he's playing more? I mean, we don't know, but at the same time, it is, yeah, it's a little alarming when the guy that was su such a ballyhooed recruit is not really playing very much, is off the end of the bench, essentially. Uh, that's that's worth examining, I think, um, especially with other guys getting so much more playing time at his position. Uh, where is the development going to come? Because guess what? I, you can develop as much as you want off the court. A lot of that development happens when you're playing in games. And that's where you, you, you figure out your mistakes and you run, you know, real action and, and against real opponents. And you start to discover where, what you can do, what you can't do, where you need to improve all that playing against your teammates in practice. Only so much can get better. And so uh, I think that Either Christian Lander needs is Christian Lander probably needs to take a big jump over the next few months to get more playing time because I, I think in a regular season game, given two minutes and fifty two seconds, he's not playing in the regular season game. You know, I mean, this was a, especially you know Miller Cop was out. You know, there was another right. slot opened up by that. I mean, the, you know, so it it, it really feels like, uh, yeah, he needs to he needs to find some something in the next couple months uh, to be playing when the season kicks off. Jay, any thoughts about the the limited access uh, to playing time we saw Christian Lander? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to draw too many conclusions. I mean, there could be stuff behind the scenes we don't know about. He could be banged up. I mean, we don't really know what's going on. Um, you know, as, as long as he's staying positive about it, then, you know, I'm not going to be too critical about, about you know, playing time in, in two exhibition games in the middle of August. Um, you know, he has until he has until November to, you know, to really – you know, make his impact on this, on this team. And, 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 you know, who, who knows? I mean, like I said, he's, he's still a young kid. You know, I think he's still 18 years old. You know, he's, he's playing behind two guys that are 22, 23 years old um, or 21, 22 years old. So um, that are, you know, much more physically developed than he is um, that have obviously had a lot more experience in the college basketball level than he does. Um, so I don't want to draw any, you know, sweet, sweeping conclusions about Christian. We know he's an incredibly talented kid. Um, and if he's putting in the work, I think I think he'll be a contributor to this roster. Chad, you were you were down there and could see some of the stuff that he did on the on the court in, in limited time. Uh, in, anything for us about Christian? Well, it, it, it's it's like we kind of talked about earlier. We we went into this game expecting to see him kind of how we did in the first game, see him kind of catch up those those last few minutes of the first half, and that was kind of really when the team was struggling. And if he is truly earmarked more of as a point guard for this team, um, that was an extended period of time when Rob was in there and, and when it was struggling. So X had to go right in and kind of rewrite the ship to a, to a degree. And, and it is clear after watching these two games that X is going to be our starting point guard. He is the point guard for this team. And so I think just the situation of the game kind of took away a few of those minutes that he would have probably gotten in the first half. Um, and then, uh, then he got in there at the end. Uh, it was kind of a bummer how late it was in the, in the second half, but he did kind of show what he can do. 
and and scored again four points like he did. And, and it's almost the exact same story of, of how I would characterize his his first game where he, he was able to show that he can get downhill and and make his own shot. Um, that's kind of how he got those two points. And um, I don't know. We'll see. I think it like I said, it's clear that X is X is the starter and that Rob uh, is the backup point guard right now as it stands. And like you said, maybe he needs to redefine himself or find something. And maybe he finds a little bit more playtime more as a, as a two uh, or something like that. But um, we'll just have to see as the season goes along. But, but that is the case of what we saw here. here here's the thing. I, I just think and I hope uh, that everyone just trusts Coach Woodson. And he's in his honeymoon phase right now where everyone loves everything that he's doing. So there's no reason not to trust him. He's seeing him in practice. Uh, and you earn playing time in practice. And you earn it by being better than the guys that you're you're competing against. Uh, I just thought they might go to two point guards at some time, but I don't think, I, I think in the, these rotations, um, that'll be only in a case of injuries or anything. But um, the other thing that I, I really like about what's going on is it seems coach Woodson is just an honest communicator. And, and, and when you have a situation where you have an outstanding young man, five-star guy who, who is really, you know, uh, hyped up coming in. And if you're not going to play him, you need to talk to him. And I trust Coach Woodson to have these conversations with him. And sometimes it's it's just the tough, controversial, candid conversations you have to have. I, I, I really trust Coach Woodson to have those. And it, and it could be a situation that one or two of the point guards um, might not elect to come back for that extra COVID year that they have available too. And then uh, it could be uh, his show. And the one thing that Coach Woodson has going for him is that experience in the NBA. And he could say to any young man, hey, if you want to make it, here's what you need to do. And it might just be a year of watching and listening and learning. And then when these guys move on, then you got, you're going to need a year or two before you're really ready to, to, to go and do anything uh, professionally. But you're listening to the Assembly Call postgame show where Indiana concludes their Bahamas trip with a 64-53 win over Mega, and, and it just couldn't be any better. I mean, we, we Jay checked out, uh, uh, Ryan and, and I and the guys doing the postgame shows kind of wish we were with Jay at times when it just got old talking about loss after loss at the end of the year. And it, it's been a pretty fun offseason with the changes, uh, and now we have the November 9th uh, uh, opening night on a Tuesday night. I believe they play also on the 12th, uh, so a couple of games uh, early in in November. Um, uh, Chad, what what happens now? When, when are you and your dad taking off? Uh, are you going to hang around and try to see some more IU uh, fans and uh, and players, or uh, w what's your agenda? We we've actually got we got all of today. Uh, we leave tomorrow. About about everyone's uh, leaving tomorrow. As I've talked to most of the f uh, fans and stuff, I'm guessing the players it would be the same. Um, but yeah, we're just excited uh, to celebrate and be out here like like we are with with all these fans and everything. And uh, I'm gonna get going here in a minute, so I'll, I'll finish with my final thoughts on this. Sure. And I think the biggest the biggest thing that you kind of learn and take from this is that um, Mike Woodson was the right hire, guys. This staff, this everything. It's heading in the right direction. Things are going great. Everything that he said he wanted to do, the uh, four out, one in, that's happening. 
the free NBA offense, that's happening. Being aggressive on defense and everything, that's happening. The thing that's also really exciting to see is just all the coaching that, that he's been doing and everything. And on this game, it was more, it was a lot more on, on show as well. Um, like I said, I already told you that he, he was talking to X, telling him, you, you got to talk, you got this kind of thing, letting him call the play. Thank you, the managers walking by. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Um, and then also just uh, just other times, there was a, a, a time on offense when he called an out of bounds play and uh, both Trace and Race were supposed, supposed to set two screens on uh, one of the guards going around and that kind of fell apart. Those screens didn't work or anything. So there was a turnover there, I believe. And on the way back, Trace was kind of looking at coach like, like what happened or something like that. And coach said uh, to him, touch somebody. You got it. That was not a screen. Set a body, touch someone. You got to touch someone. And then Trace kind of, yeah, okay, yeah, you're, you're right, coach, and everything like that. So he's getting those talk coaching moments in. And then later on in the second half, there was a moment where the players uh, uh, handed the ball. I think it was Rob handed the ball off to Trace um, up top. And then both him, Rob, and Parker Stewart just kind of stood there for a minute. And, and Woody Minis immediately yelling at them, you got to cut. You got a cut. And both of them immediately made their cuts around and everything like that. And the offense got better. That opened up the space and everything. And, and, and it looked, and they, I believe they scored on that possession. And um, I just triggered something in my head too. Space. Space has been the big thing that you see. This offense has space, guys. Take a breath, Hoosiers. There is space in the offense. There's room for Trace to work. There's room for guys to move around and everything. That's the biggest thing that we've been seeing. And it's very exciting. So, again, I'm going to alliterate what I said again. Buy your tickets, guys. Go out, support these guys, because this is a great team. This is an energetic team. This is a fantastic team to listen to. They're talking to each other. They're loving playing with each other. So thank you, guys. Go Hoosiers. Well, Chad, on behalf of uh, all of us here at the Assembly Call, all of the people yeah, in the chat mob, just a yeah, job well done uh, on grabbing everyone uh, in interviews. The, these two shows now are going to be really hard to – to follow up in the, in the regular season, but uh, we appreciate it. And again, it's always gr a good time to be with your dad uh, on a trip like this, that this will be a memory for you. And um, we're, we're glad to have you be a, a part of it. So thank you and enjoy the rest but of your day. Guys, uh, Venmo chat some drinking money if you want to. <laughs> Chad Schwartzkopf on there. Look at you. You got some the other night. I'm sure yeah. he spent it all at the casino, but uh, he and his dad are there. You know, send him a little love. Do you uh, have to claim that on today. your taxes? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> don't say it. Quit saying it on tape there, Coach. Yeah, what are you doing? All right. Coach? Thanks, guys. All righty, we'll see Bye, you. Bye, guys. See you well, later, Chad. Let, let's, let's wrap it up now that the star is going. Uh, no one no. – You're the kind of person who makes a difference at work. So why not work on something that makes a difference? At Zooks, we're looking for collaborative, inquisitive people who can help us achieve our mission – Safer, cleaner, more enjoyable mobility for everyone. Come build the future at Zooks. Find out more at zoox.com slash careers. ¿Qué desea ordenar? Una Big Mac y... Oye, ¿pedimos 10 McNuggets? Sí, miti miti. <laughs> Dale. ¿Te acuerdas cuando mamá te hacía compartir y peleabas? <laughs> Ey, más respeto a tu hermana mayor. El amor de hermanos deal de McDonald's. Ordena por anticipado por el app de McDonald's y llévate dos de tus favoritos como McNuggets de 10 piezas y una Big Mac por solo 6 dólares. Precios y participación pueden variar. Producto individual a precio regular. 
our numbers are going to fall off uh, crazy since there's not going to be uh, any more interviews. But um, let's just go around the horn, Jay first, and then Ryan, and then I'll sum up uh, your your thoughts uh, of this whole Bahama experience for the Indiana Hoosiers. Uh, it was a great experience. I mean, I think uh, you got more out of out of this than they could have hoped for. Um, you know, it seems like the team's coming along really well. The guys enjoy playing with each other. Um, and they, they got, they faced some good, good, tough competition. Um, guys that are big physical, um, I think it's a, a good indication of what we can expect from this team moving forward. Um, you know, and just one more thing on Lander, I just want to touch on it. You know, Woodson said that they've been focusing a ton on the defensive end, um, you know, and playing a, a team like this that has guys that are all six, four and above, um, you know, it might just not have been the best time for him. Um, you know, he Woodson might have been focused on getting some of the best, the better defensive lineups on the floor. Um, and so, you know, maybe maybe Christian's just a little bit behind, you know, some of the more experienced guys. So I just want to be careful with, you know, trying to draw any, any major conclusions about where Lander might be in the in the scheme of things moving forward. But all in all, great trip. Um, thanks again to Chad for doing an incredible job of uh, getting guys in these uh, on these uh, post game shows and. Uh, Hey, looking forward to the season. Ryan, um, thoughts about uh, the Indiana Hoosiers after a, a successful trip to the Bahamas? Yeah, I think I think it was a successful trip. And I think the point of this trip was, you know, it wasn't even about winning the games. It was about getting the team together outside of Bloomington, get them, you know, isolated and, and let them have some experiences and, and grow some chemistry. And then, you know, play on the court together against somebody else other than yourself because, that again is as Trace said on our show. It, it sort of, you know, builds that, or I mean, it was Race. I'm sorry, said that you know it just sort of builds that. It's different because you're going up against each other. You're not going up against each other. You're playing with each other, and and I think that um, it's a successful trip mostly because they got to do that and they got to be coached in a real game by their coaches for the first time. They got to play with everybody on the same team you know, at the same time. And then of course to come away with two double digit wins against a professional, a European professional team that has a future lottery pick on it that you, you can't do worse. You can't do better than that. I mean, there's nothing bad about that. Um, I think that, you know, we're starting to see maybe what the rotation is going to be a, a little, get some hints of what the rotation is going to be, but mostly this was about building a team and, and building these players to a certain level. And then, you know, starting that chemistry build that you typically do throughout the fall, getting these guys to really play with and trust each other. And uh, I think that was, that was, you know, perfectly accomplished. Yeah. And, and here's the thing you mentioned summer ball uh, earlier in the show, Ryan, you don't play your best in the summer. Uh, Indiana won two games. There was a lot of good things, a lot of individual players that, that, that did things that, that we've talked about. But if you really go back and watch these two games on tape, it's not going to be a, a, a really good film to watch. And the exciting thing is you won two games. Uh, you scored 79 points, scored 64, played excellent defense, didn't turn the ball over. And, and I'm sure, Coach Fife, if you're watching this, uh, uh, you're not going to be happy with a lot of what's on film, as as we are with our high school program early on in the in the season and, and you want to be playing your best ball in March, but boy, does Indiana have a head start on that now? Uh, and, and you can go back and watch film and then put stuff into practice when practice gets started here late September, uh, that you need to work on. And it got a bunch of new guys with the new coaching staff in game situations and to come out with two wins 
uh, and have a lot of success happen despite maybe the execution, the rotations on defense or a block out here or uh, you know, a lack of execution, as Chad said, on a screen on an out-of-bounds play. There's going to be a ton of those uh, mishaps that uh, Coach Fife and, and Coach Woodson are going to find on, on tape. And then you go and you clean up. And, you know, now now's when the real learning goes. But I will tell all, all, all of our Hoosier fans and chat mob fans that, yeah, I don't think this team played well. Um, but they played – they did a lot of good things. And if they could play like this when they don't play well uh, – and I'm not trying to be Debbie the Downer. I'm just trying to say how excited I am because if you have this kind of – activity early in a program I think that just speaks volumes for what they've done for two and a half months uh, and what they're going to do once practice uh, uh, comes I just think it's a uh, an outstanding start for coach Woodson and staff and, and the Indiana Hoosiers and um, very very pleased um, w- with this trip so that's gonna uh, do it for our post-game show where Indiana wins 64-53 2-0 in the exhibition season on the year thanks to everyone for checking in thanks to our sponsors, Bob Thompson. Uh, we went no script, so I'm just, you know, riffing here. Thanks to everyone. Uh, Chad, behave yourself uh, tonight, and uh, we'll be back with Assembly Call Radio on Thursday. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thanks for coming out. You might get beat today, but each day you got to get better. All right, good show. I need to take a nap, man. I I was out a little late last night at the concert. I'm just too old. Did uh, Chad threw out his back carrying that show? No Um, kidding, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. Special uh, Bahamas correspondent. Unfortunately, he's out of a job now because yeah. they're not going back. <laughs> I, I told Jared I'm going to negotiate for uh, being down in Bloomington and just try to catch guys as they, you know, try to go back to their apartment or something. Uh, <laughs> just stand outside the apartment. Yeah. Simply call. Simply call. call. Anybody want to talk? We have thou- We have hundreds. No thousands. Maybe four hundred. <laughs> I think the actual live number was four fifty, but. Thousands of listeners. We do have thousands of listeners. By the time everyone uh, we get it to the, um, yeah post game show by the time you add it all up add it all up with youtube visits and everything so yeah well i'll be in the bahamas next week so i'll just go in around like just interview random people for the yeah do it do it on thursday night just interview random people yeah Yeah. find out what's find out what's going on in that ballroom it's uh (laughs) (laughs) that'll be great so all right everybody uh have a great weekend good start to your week and uh keep rooting on those hoosiers we'll see you thursday night Good to see you guys. So long. Pop quiz. What's 80% air, soft where you want it, firm where you need it, made in a lab, and breathes? The Gel Flex Grid. And only Purple Mattresses have it. It's a super stretchy, ultra squishy material that adapts and flexes around pressure points and doesn't retain heat. Purple Mattresses cradle, support, and soothe, giving you the best night's sleep ever. And right now, get a free set of sheets and a pillow with the purchase of select Purple Mattresses at purple.com slash sleep in. Terms apply.